Buddy, I am chilling here, right? And I took uh, cyclobenzaprine, I think is what it's called. You're sitting next to the bottle, but I am about to zonk out. I'm feeling good. But I took it because I thought we were going to play softball. Yeah, we were supposed, we were supposed to. to. It got rained out. It was a biblical rainstorm. Um, so I've been chilling. I'm vibing. I'm, I'm doing great. You also napped. I napped. I watched Big Brother. Nearly fell asleep. Uh, now I got to record a podcast. And if I don't fall asleep with this microphone in my hand, it's going to be a gosh darn miracle. Yeah, honestly, you're looking like you're about to zonk out right Dude, now, I, man. If, I, if you hear snoring in the mic, I'll leave it. I'll leave it. I'm not going to edit it out. Because that's fucking hilarious. I really hope you end up falling asleep during this. I get to take over. It's a one-man takeover. <laughs> it's what you've all been looking for. It's been waiting for me to actually stop fucking talking. I've, I've been doing like the analysis on how long we talk for these things, and I, I talk for a lot of it. Oh, yeah, I know. Trust me. I just look at you because I let you talk. Cause... I talk a lot, yeah. dude. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Reality Wagon Podcast about Big Brother Episode 6. And that's the true Episode 6. If you listen to Episode 5.5, you would know that I, we called it 6.5. This is the true Episode 6. It's technically the 7th episode we recorded. Exactly why I was confused with this. In the Reality Wagon Cinematic Universe, it's all thrown off. Our entire lineage is, is ruined because we did an Episode 0. But here we are again. How's everyone doing? We just we just watched episode uh, the Sunday episode of um, Big Brother. It, this is like nine thirty now, so it ended about a half hour ago. But um, Janelle, case are on the block. Um, I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna do anything. I'm not gonna edit in any sound effects. But maybe I'll just leave some silence in there so Andrew can just respect me for a minute because I nailed nailed the veto predictions. Absolutely crushed them, dude. Wait, the veto predictions or the nominations? Oh boy, it's how gonna tired be a long are you? episode. Yeah, the nominations. Yeah, the nominations. how about we add in some applause for Anthony <laughs> at least realizing two names he got right? All right, we'll add him right here. But I mean, I'm just sitting here. I'm just like I said, I'm just vibing. I'm having a great time. I'm not even drunk. Like I recorded one of these podcast episodes real drunk. Oh, you were pretty gone. Yeah. Oh, I was trashed. We were day drinking all day, and then came back and uh. And watch an episode, and then uh, I ordered Wingstop. So good. What a good night. What a oh, good night great to record night, a podcast. But if you go back and listen, it's the one where I'm slurring all my words and forgetting my thoughts. Oh, yeah. I remember Which is, that. I mean, granted, really any of them. That, so. That's honestly most days <laughs> of the week, honestly, that I see you. So. Is it the day that ends in Y? Anthony's drunk and slurring his words. Most than likely, yes. So, <laughs> so we'll go right into it. I mean, um, the episode as a whole was good. That was good. It wasn't my favorite. The weird thing, right, about our recording schedule, we watch Wednesday separate. Thursday, we come together and we watch the Thursday night episode, and then we record after it, usually. Last week got screwed up. That's why the episodes went up today, earlier on Sunday mo- Sunday afternoon, and like I didn't get a chance to publish them or, or publicize that they went out or anything like that. It, it's been really screwed up because we ran into some difficulties with recording and some difficulties actually editing and stuff like that. But the Sunday episode is usually a pretty inconsequential episode. Yeah, pretty much. It also doesn't help that we're both pretty active on like Big Brother Reddit and Big Brother Twitter, so we know exactly what happened. Like I know I've known that Janelle and Kaser have been the noms for at least a day, maybe two. Yeah, I'm the same way. I just spoil things for myself yeah. right away. And then I see because I really want to see the diary rooms right. in the episode, the <laughs> right. actual edited version. Right. I, so I mean I know what happens. I knew who won the safety suite. Like I think I even know who won veto already which is super annoying i'm gonna i'm gonna do better next week and i'm not gonna look 
which is impossible. I can't not look. I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it. Do you literally scroll what. through Twitter like what? I scroll through 20 Twitter. hours a day? Yeah, pretty close. There you go. Pretty close. I think I sleep about four hours a day and I, I scroll think, through Twitter the other 20. I think you scroll even on Twitter when you're on the muscle relaxers sleeping. Oh, you're like, dude, oh, I, was, yeah. I was zoned out, but just I was scrolling away. Yeah. Just needed all that sweet, sweet BB gossip. But no, nah, I mean, our, our, so our Sunday episode isn't, is usually a shorter one and we don't really cover that much in it because there's really only one episode to cover. So, I mean, We'll go kind of just run straight through. I mean, like, so it started and like they were it, they were coming back into the house after the um H-H. had a household. Yes, which Tyler had won. Tyler won. Uh, good for Tyler. Uh, bad look for Kaser and Janelle. They they needed the win. They they really they were probably the only two that could count on themselves. Didn't because otherwise they would have. Anyone else in the house, I think, would have considered putting them up. Um, Tyler decided to go ahead and take a shot at the other side of the house. Your boy called it. Yeah, you did. You were called absolutely it. right. Called I was it. wrong. Called it. Called you know, it. You know, unless a coup d'etat or whatever you know comes what, Andrew, up this time. You know what, Andrew? It's better to be kind than right. So, while I am right, I will also be kind to you. That's not... Okay. Sure, man. Let's go with that I can meaning. I be both. I will be right and kind. Sure, yeah. It's just better to be one over the other. I'm going to be both. Somehow, I feel like you like being right more than being kind, <laughs> oddly, from, from the face that you are making right now. I'm going to be the bigger person than you. Sure. Yeah, it's not like I haven't accepted this the last gonna two be, hours that you've been saying this, but okay. I'm going to be the bigger person, and I'm not going to make you feel bad about being so wrong. You're going to be the bigger person and keep bringing this up throughout the week, I bet? Yeah, absolutely. You'll be the bigger person Listen, doing Andrew, that. Let's let bygones be bygones, but I just want you to know that even when you make mistakes, I still love you. Let me tell you, David is still coming in higher in a better place than Memphis. We'll see. We'll see. We'll and see. It, let me tell you, if that prediction comes right, that's better than this one. You're 0 for 1 on hot takes. I'm over one. I better be one for two. There's by still the one. End of- there's still one bun in the oven, but you're over one in hot takes. So, I, I guess we have to ride that one out until Memphis or David are not are are booted from the house. Then we don't um we won't know. We won't know. It's all just speculation. Um, David comes into the house after the thing because he was on have not and he was on whatever last week. Um, or have not and he was also on the block last week. Comes back into the house, goes, "I'm a beast. I feel like a beast. I conquered that week." No, you didn't. Uh, uh, <laughs> Memphis put you up as a have-not because he wanted to make you suffer. So you made it through have-not. Apparently have-not's pretty difficult. Um, I, I'm glad he made it through. Congratulations. It's not really the easiest thing, I don't think, in the world. No, he didn't even pick one, though, for his have-not. He's like... Oh, no, yeah, you, you chickened out. What are you doing? He chickened out, and Enzo's like, bro, don't worry, I got Yeah, it. I got like, you. Like, yeah. like He got bailed out. I mean, fine. You don't want to get any more blood in your hands or whatever, but like, go ahead and take a shot at Memphis. That's your opportunity. Take like, do what you want to do. Like, make him suffer a little. Not bit. gonna lie, I think it was a smart move. Like, I think that was his best actual strategic play. Not picking Memphis. I think yeah, not not playing too emotional was a smart move. But I do just want to see him play the game. It yeah. seems like a cop out. It is a cop out, one hundred percent. It's and it's not like like I know what he's doing. Where he's like, I don't want to go ahead and and get any more blood on my hands or whatever. But you can really just that's your opportunity. Take a shot back, make him hurt a little bit. He, you will be justified. Everyone will know that Memphis already wants to get you out. He doesn't care for you. Everyone knows Memphis wants to get so, him so out. So go ahead. What are you doing? You're not going to be friends with him afterwards. Maybe afterwards, but you're not going to be friends with him right now. I mean, yeah, I also think, like, the have-not scene was also one of the better ones in the house. I mean, I think Kaser also asked if anyone volunteer. I think Cody or someone else is in the hot uh, in the have-not room. Janelle is in there because Nicole left. 
was like, oh, did I say that out loud? Where she was like, Ooh. I'm gonna nom- I'm gonna have not someone that's been talking about me all week, Janelle. Yeah. And then she's like, and then the diary moment pans are just going, did I say that out loud? Like Nicole, Ooh. Nicole describes verbatim. And after they left, Janelle goes in the room and like ten seconds later, like, no, I'm gonna go out there and like yeah. confronts yeah. her. I yeah. loved it. Yeah, it was like. I want to like someone who has never been on Slump before and likes to talk about me, Janelle. Oh, it was such a Ooh. great move by Ooh. both. Oh my god, it was crazy. Um, Janelle comes out. Janelle's a Janelle's a bad mama jamma. Oh, she came out with a purpose to well, try no, and just J- confront Nicole. Like, yeah, right no, to her face. Got in her face. I'd let Janelle punch me in the face. Yeah, for free. Honestly, you might pay her. I'd pay her to punch me in the face. Yeah. Really just put me in my place. I think honestly that scene was probably one of the better ones in this episode, just because it was so fe- like feisty and fiery. It was just really good. Um, yeah, and there was nothing else like really. I mean, Janelle. It was basically a Janelle and Caser trying to save themselves type episode, minus the safety suite comp, which they weren't competing in. Yep. But um, yeah, no, I, I think. Uh, and then Janelle had a great read on Memphis. I remember you were pointing out during the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Memphis goes in, um, or Janelle and Caser had talked to Memphis in I forget what room. Might have even been like the HOH room for whatever reason. Yeah, uh, it was not the HOH room. It wasn't. He wasn't HOH. I don't know. I I thought it was the HOH room. They go up to him and they're like, "Hey, can you use the like? Because he Memphis is one of like four or five people that ha- was able to play in the safety suite because everyone else had already used their safety suite pass." Um, and he said, "They they asked him. They're like, oh, if when you if and when you win, can you use it to save us, one of us, just to get us off the block?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you, dog. I got you. When I win." Which I would, will totally do because I will win. It makes sense for me to win because I'm going to win, you know. Um, I will save you guys. And he's, uh, he, I mean, yeah, Janelle straight up called him out. Like he's like he's lying through his teeth. Um, which I guess makes sense. I mean, I, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want that. I mean, same reason why when we were talking about it last week, right? Or not even last week, a couple of days ago about the uh, the Wednesday and Thursday episode, and you said. Why didn't Memphis take a shot at Janelle and Kaser now? And that was your rationale for why you thought Tyler wouldn't take a shot at Janelle and Kaser. Yes. Was because uh, of not wanting to draw a line in the sand or anything like that. But now there is a clear line drawn in the sand. There is. Once you get out Nicole A, the other side is significantly weaker. That's when you can draw your line. I just think that Tyler, I I don't know why, when he was trying to confront Memphis, or not Memphis, uh, Kaser and Janelle, he was giving reasons that was more like, seemed like he was more emotionally based. Yes. And obviously that's part of the game. But I didn't like when he was like trying to make him feel bad because he felt betrayed by him. And I'm like, they didn't really do much to shoot at him, you know? Like, it was just weird. I didn't hate that. I didn't hate it, but he was like gaslighting him. It was just weird. Gaslighting misting. Like, really, really well done. I Very much so. No, because it, then you sit there and you go like, hey, I I really wanted to work with you, but... You put you put the onus on them. You make them think that they did something wrong the entire time, and that their their actions led them into this position. And when you're in a house like this, and there is so much psychological warfare, that's that's a common place. You sit there and you go like, "Oh wow, um, maybe I should have been nicer from the jump, or maybe I just should have like talked to him a little more. I wouldn't be in this position. It must be my fault, right? Yeah, it has was, to be. And plus, with Tyler being known as being a really good dude really like great tactical play by him doing it i just wasn't a big fan of it coming out of tyler i guess it was just it just was more shocked shocking to me i mean it's a dirty play it's a it's definitely a dirty play not, and, but like that's a, it's not a, it's not a, not a it's not it's dirty it's guerrilla warfare and let me say one thing um tyler is the only person in the house 
to not use their VIP pass yet. So next week, we'll figure out if that means something. I it probably won't. I think you're on some sort of... I'm not sure. Like, I, I know what you're getting at, and I, there are a ton of twists and stuff like that, but I truly, truly, honestly believe that you didn't use your safety seat pass. Who cares? It's no, not, it doesn't exist. I, I it, think, it just goes away. I don't think I don't think there's any reason to have not used it because that's a weird thing to incentivize. Well, I'm just I'm just saying that he's well, the listen, only. One. I'm on your team. I, I I hope something happens. That'd be very interesting. Oh, I hope, dude. Could you imagine if this week somehow there's a coup d'état or like a double power veto and Janelle Caser get off the block and then and then Ian. And Kevin, go on. I just spilled water all over myself. You you're spilled water because it sounds like such a stupid idea. And that's because dri- it I is. Just, I just dribbled. <laughs> I, I noticed. A, I need a bib. That was... I, listen, I'm still rooting for the Janelle Kayser until it's official and yeah, she goes home. I got but, caught on my mustache. Just oh, fell just, all over my shirt. That was unbelievable. No, it's all terrible. wet. Take it off. Looks like I'm gonna have to take it off. Take it off. Looks like I'm gonna have to take this shirt Welcome off. To the late night Andrew, podcast. <laughs> is Andrew? Is that brother. gonna offend you if I take my shirt off? Absolutely not. As long as you take off the joggers. Deal. <laughs> Leave one sock on. Oh, you know, baby, I will. Anyway, so yeah, so it could mean something, yeah. but it probably doesn't. It definitely doesn't. I don't think it will. I, like, if it does, it does. And if it does, I dude. If if I we'll call that. I'll call that a half. I'll call that a half hot take. If you nail this and you're like, oh shit, and they come back and they're like, because Tyler didn't use his safety suite, he has a diamond power of veto he can use. Like, I would, uh, you, I'd let you talk more on the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, I know. I would allow you to talk more. I guarantee you still wouldn't. I guarantee if you said I allow you to talk more. Yeah. yeah I mean, you've known me for how many years? Uh, what is this going on? Five, four? Yeah, about that. Like that. About yep. that. Yep. And uh, Too I've, long. Too, uh, dude, five years too long, and I've been dominating conversations ever since. Absolutely. Yes. So- even before we were friends, really honestly, before, before I wanted to consider yep, us before, friends, before we wanted to be friends with each other, yeah, we were definitely. I was definitely a conversation alpha. But what else happened this week? Um, oh, they had the the spritzer water. Oh, the bidet seed. One <laughs> of my favorite I, did we talk things. About, did we talk about this on pod? We talked about the bidet addition to the house. No, we didn't talk about how Enzo got poop, poop water all over. I'm gonna have to edit out those peas, these hard ass peas and poop water. Um, <laughs> He, he, maybe, uh, maybe I'll exaggerate them in poop water so just, to, just to blow your headphones out, folks. So, as I've been saying in previous times, I own a bidet. And it's like whenever you come over and I, every I single at the wall. time without fail. The wall. Yep, yep, yep. yep. I turn it on. I've never used his bidet, um, but he has one. And that thing has fast it, it has a lot of force it's a behind jet stream. it it's yes. a jet stream it's gonna just rip me a new hole and, and so I, I, that's and I, what enzo did i i take it without fail every time i get drunk in andrew's house i turn that shit up turn it down real fast cover his wall in water yeah absolutely I every clean time it up, though. i always clean it up you do always clean it up i don't know why you do it every time drunk it's like a date always goes on my snap story yeah, that's without why. fail. People one time, like, it hit like, my you roof. have a bidet. I was like, I certainly don't. One time, it hit my ceiling because I changed it up, and you're like, that was unexpected. Yep, yep. It shot directly upwards. I was like, you aiming like at your tailbone? Yeah, let's go. I don't know, man. I don't know where it's at, where it's been, but um, no. So, uh, so they were talking about that, and Cody, Tyler's in the shower. Cody went in to use it, sat down. And he's like, why is it all wet? And the door's wet. The seat's wet. The floor's wet. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't know. The water was hot. The spritz of water is hot. It was, water. Rip, it was ripping me a new one. Hey, I'm but, from uh, Jersey. That was another highlight of the episode <laughs> and a uh, really funny moment. And I think it shows they're all getting along really well. Yeah. Like that, the slick six people, especially Cody, Tyler, and Enzo, 
are just really pulling for each other in yeah. this game, I think. Yeah. Yeah, the Slick Six is a weird one because um Bailey and Davon are clearly on the outs. Yeah, that's they are so clearly. Danny is just like a pawn. I feel like she's not very close with most of them. I think she's close enough. Well, she's like a, she's, she's, she's like, close with Nicole F. She's like what Christmas I'm wants actually, to I'm be. I'm actually gonna stop. Yeah, she is what Christmas wants to be. I'm gonna stop calling her Nicole F because I can just call her Nicole now. Yeah, exactly. There's one Nicole. She's Nicole. Nicole. Yes. Nicole. No, you talk about Nicole. She's the one in the house. If we talk about Nicole A, we'll talk about the one who's not in the house. We're gonna say uh, uh, unseen Nicole versus seen Nicole. Um. Yeah, Slick Six, Cody, Danny, Tyler, Bailey, and Davon, and Enzo. Uh, that is a fine combination, I think. Getting Bailey and Davon in there is important, but not like they're on the other side of the house, dude. Like, they're not closely tied in. This this alliance is a farce. This is just something to buy Bailey and Davon's votes for the next couple weeks. Easy. Yeah, very it's much just, so. It's just a way to tell them, that, like, oh, hey, this is what we're all doing. Slick Six. You know how we vote. We vote. We vote out all of your allies until you're on the bottom. Yeah, and you were pointing out that Day is coming off as very paranoid recently. Yeah, I mean, well, no, no, no. So, Davon, I think, so going into the um, the safety suite, right, Davon couldn't compete because she competed last week. Yes. She went up to Enzo, she went up to Danny, and said, hey, you're, are you going to play in the safety suite this week? Both of them are like, yeah, I mean, probably because I need to. I, I want to use it before it goes away. And they were like, oh, okay, great. Um, I will go ahead and use it. Um, and she goes, oh, can you uh, can you save me with it? Because when you win the safety sweep, you save yourself, and then you also get to pick a plus one. And when you pick the plus one, you get to... they have they, Their only thing is they get a punishment for having done it. Like, so you can save Davon, but she also has to wear a stupid costume or something like that. Yes. Uh, the way that Davon was pitching it on the show in the DR and to everyone else was like, I just want to wear a punishment. Like the safety doesn't matter to me that much. I'm not paranoid about going up, but I do just want to wear a a punishment costume. Such an easy read that she was just losing her mind. Honestly, maybe I don't think she's lying though. I don't think she's lying, but I think it was also an attempt. There can be two truths in that statement. Where like two a truth and a lie. Where she wants it. Or like a hidden truth where she wants it to wear the costume, but she also wants it because she doesn't fully trust Tyler not to put her up. Yeah. Because she knows her place in the Slick Six, and yeah. I don't think it's a good one. Well, I mean, even Danny Danny was talking about it and was like, hey, uh, and he was talking with Tyler. She was talking with Tyler and goes, um, yeah, Davon asked me to use the the thing on me. Um, or asked me to use my safety suite if I win on her. Um and she goes, oh, I'm not going to tell Tyler that I genuinely believe that I think she just wants to wear the costume and get a punishment, but I am going to let him make the decision. And he ran with it and said, why is she so paranoid? Like, why is she so sketched out by me? Um, she's sketching me out. Like, why is that? What What is going on? Why is she so eager to get this veto or this uh, safety suite used on her? So that was a bad look. Planting seeds of distrust because Danny also walked by a room in the house and heard and like put her ear up to the door because everyone's an idiot and they talk too loud. And it was Bailey, Devon, Kevin, Janelle and Kaser, I think, in a room strategizing, talking about how they need to work together to man up against the majority of lies. Bad look. Bad look. I mean, granted, you have to do it. Like, you have to have that conversation. Yeah, but just it's necessary. Bad, bad placement. Terrible. Oh, my God. Have it in a different room, not one that's right next to the bathroom hallway. Like, everyone walks through that. Um, but, yeah, nope. They were having that conversation. Danny walks by, goes, runs up the flagpole, goes, hey, I think they're all strategizing about 
about getting together and we just need to start picking them off and Tyler's like yes ma'am yeah we very much need to do that and uh you know I mean it was just a terrible play by all of them and Tyler now knows and I'm sure the rest of the slick six which will now become the slick four or whatever um or whatever it'll be yeah I mean uh, it's a weird it's uh, there's all these like kind of bigger pseudo alliances that's yeah. weird I've never seen like so many like I, I don't remember the last time I've seen so many sixes and fours and like like threes mixed up there's a multiple sixes multiple fours a whole bunch of threes a ton of duos that are all nested within each other yeah they're really odd it's really interconnected i saw someone put up a graphic online um that showed out like they had actually drawn like hand drawn how did everything work and it looked just like this amorphous blob it was just like everything was so closely tied and like there were there were circles inside of circles with spider webs shooting out connected to other circles i was like it was really weird looking so uh i mean but I mean that's that's kind of how the house is breaking out. It's still really muddy, which I kind of like. Um, I don't really know who's allegiant who's allegiant to who. No one has really. I mean, I know Janelle is allegiant to Kaser, and Bailey and Davon are close, and they're final two. But like among their other ones, like I don't know who Cody's final two is. Uh, who is true final two is? Who do you think it is? Uh, not Memphis. No, but it, it probably was Enzo, probably Enzo. But it was Memphis at one point. It was, yeah. And it might be Enzo, but it might not be. It could be Tyler, but it could not be. It, it, honestly, they haven't been giving. It might be Nicole. Well, they haven't been giving Cody not be. a lot of screen time, like in the diary room. Yeah, lately he's he hasn't been getting a ton of screen time. I think they're really giving screen time to the people they know are going to get out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. or the people like Janelle, Nicole, like people that are really. You know, people are watching for like no one's really watched for Cody at the moment. Right, they're waiting until it gets to like a little bit more like ninth, eighth, like nine, ten people out. Then it gets really hyped up for Cody and like Enzo and stuff. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But all in all, I mean, sorry, um, I just had a hair on my microphone. I had to take it off. But it's fine. (laughs) It's fine, buddy. You really wanted to talk about the safety suite too. The competition, dude. The competition was so sick. That competition was so cool. It's like it made me want to be a kid and do it again. I know. I mean, you've you've through a laser room when you were a child. No, no, not again. But like whenever I saw like you know Spy Kids and I they'd see it. Was your family bank robbers? No, no. You weren't art thieves. I would pretend to do it in my living room. Texas art thieves. I stole brisket. From the cattle ranchers, all right? Okay. Without the cows knowing. Okay. Anyway. Short thing. No. The, I, the, it was So the challenge itself was pretty cool. There was just an empty room, like a long hallway. Um, and in the hallway, there was a whole bunch of lasers that shot across the room um, at all different heights and stuff like that and angles. And uh, you had to make your way through without tripping any of the lasers that's actually yes. the same graphic that i found earlier yeah i'm looking it's at right so now. messy it's so disturbing it's, it's hurting so, my eyes yeah it's so messy it looks like like mitosis it really i love how they have everyone aligned and then they just have janelle and caser did you like my mitosis reference yeah it was very good it good, was good Good biology reference. i i took ap bio in high school and then i haven't thought about biology since i can tell yeah all right yeah <laughs> Figure out what my toes is. Anyway. <laughs> but um, no, so they had to go and they had to climb over all the lasers and make it to the end. Then they had to pick out the safety ball thing. Describe the safety ball to me, Andrew. What was it? Uh, it was a like uh, it was a medicine, not even yeah. a medicine ball. It was no. like a, it was like a massive like exercise ball that was just painted gold. Yeah, it was a yoga ball. Whatever it was like it a is. yoga ball. Yeah. It was huge. It was so big, and they I, had to like like lug it all the way back. It would constantly trip everything. I was like, this is dope. I was honestly surprised. I didn't really see too many like lasers at the top. I thought that someone was just gonna yeet it over. I, no, I would have. I would. Although just it might have bounced it. You gotta really get a good bounce on that other. Well, side. you also have to. You have to make sure that it doesn't bounce off the wall. Come back into the laser. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you have to hit that chair perfectly. Yeah. You know, maybe. 
or pop it? Could you pop it and then throw Can you it? you pop it and frisbee throw it over the thing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. These are tactics. These are, These tactics. are tactics. Why didn't I play in Big Brother I know. This I just year? pop it with my teeth and frisbee toss it over. And I got the ball across. But um, Honestly, one of the better competitions I've seen. Very fun to watch. Yeah, really fun. Um, Enzo ended up winning. So that makes like three comp wins for Enzo. Uh, let's see. He's been Two HOH, Vito, Vito, and Safety Yeah, suit. that's yeah. three comp wins already. I can, I can uh, double check yeah, that. Yeah, that's really impressive. Um, very, very impressive by Enzo already. He's making a really good name for himself and developing a really good resume without getting a whole lot of blood on his hands. That is key. Yeah. That is key. That is key. In order to win Big Brother, you have to have a resume. You have to have strategic game moves, whether it's wins or alliances formed or, or backs or um, back doors or anything. You, like, you need to go ahead and do, make these big game moves for people to see you as a respectable player worthy of the money at the end. Two wins. He has one veto in week one uh, and safety soon in week three. He hasn't been HOH yet. I forgot it was. Oh, yeah. Um, he was an HOH. Yeah, right. Cody, Memphis, Tyler. Yes. Still, though. Still, though. Two wins in three weeks. Not bad. Not bad. So, yeah, I mean, Enzo's developing, like, a really strong game here. Um, he's developing a very strong resume, and he hasn't gotten hardly any blood on his hands. I don't think he's developed any sort of mortal enemies. I don't think anyone's really coming for him or seeing him as a big threat, even though he has the ability to win competitions whenever he wants, clearly. Um, I- I'm all in on Enzo, and this is that is the sort of performance that we were talking about our tiers a couple days ago. I think it, obviously this week isn't over, right? We got Wednesday and we got Thursday, so things can happen. We got a veto to play through. Enzo might, whatever, play terrible in the veto. He might have really bad social gameplay in the next couple weeks or the next couple days. I doubt that that's actually going to be the case. But let's say, for the sake of argument, right now Enzo's in my elite tier again. All it took, all it took, was one more win, and I was like, I, there, this dude can do whatever he wants. I, I think so as well. I mean. Yep. And he was a convincing win, too. The rest, I think Memphis, Nicole got 15. Nicole, and Memphis wasn't even trying, but, like, I can't remember what the other person got, but... Um, Memphis took, like, a six-minute break. He was, like, he got the ball all the way over. He was, like, one laser away to go because he didn't want to win. Yeah, he was, He's like, throwing it. He's throwing it. He's like, he's, like, I'm going to throw it, but I can't have it be too convincing, so I'm going to go down super fast, come out here, and just lay on the, Mex- uh, the, the whatever ball, the yoga ball. Man, yeah, whatever it is. But, um, yeah, no, so I think Enzo is definitely, definitely elitish tier. I, I still want to see how Wednesday and Thursday pan out, but uh, I don't think there's some major shifts going on in my tier ranking this week. Yeah. Um, I mean, there have to be. Oh, I mean, obviously. You have, you have no other if, choice. If Janelle or Kaser <laughs> go home, if unless they both stay somehow. Impossible. Um, no, not, never say it impossible is, is until impossible. they go home. I'm going to tell you right now, if they end up surviving this week, I will never let it down, let you live it down, but if they do Deal. go home, you're going to never let me live Deal. this down. No, yeah. I mean, I, I'm like I said, I'm better than you. And I do, I, I have a soft spot, spot in my heart for people that try a lot but are just severely ill-informed because I think you can do better, and I always see the best in people. I'm sorry that I'm the only one that wants to actually take hot takes this this uh, season, and I do, you, you just don't want to take it? I make you know? hot takes all the time. Oh, really? What was yeah. Your, what was your hot takes on this? Danny Donato sucks. That's not a hot take. That's just a proven fact. <laughs> So I'm going to, I mean, there will be hot takes to come. Trust me, I am Mr. Hot Takes. Yeah, just wait till Survivor 41. Or, 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 there's another little show on the horizon. Love Island. Love Island US. Oh, yes. Um, I don't know. We're going to, we're going to record a pilot for Love Island US. I'm not a pilot. I mean, it's a pilot. We'll release it anyway. It's a podcast pilot. Yeah. Well, we'll probably release it anyway, depending on how it goes. Um, we have both watched Love Island, the international versions. Um, I, I haven't seen Love Island UK as much as I think you've seen it. Uh, Love Island UK and Australia, yes, both yeah. very top notch with their accents. Yeah. US, 
cast doesn't look as promising. Cast looks, cast looks weak as fuck, but we're going to do it anyway. Yes. Just because we want to diversify our portfolio. We're trying to hit different niche markets. It's all about getting our beautiful, buttery voices out to the people. Oh, absolutely. That's and all it's all really about. Yeah. I just, know. just growing our brand big enough so we can both quit our jobs. Yeah, making a lot of money doing we can, it. We can get a van. Oh, dude, we could go around the U.S. doing podcasts together. Oh, my God, we can podcast outside. Just bros on the road. The bros, bros on the road? Yeah. Buddy, what are you doing after this? I'm going with my bro on the road. Hell yeah. That's what we're doing. Hell yeah, you're going on the road. And speaking of, that could potentially be a very long process, but we're going to work the way there. Another very long process, the veto competition that you wanted to get into. Dude, these are you're killing the segues today. Absolutely killing the segues. Thank you, buddy. You, oh my God, you're absolutely slaying it. Thank you. I was actually looking at that next bullet point going, I don't know how we're going to fucking get from there to there. Here I, this is why I'm here. You may talk a lot, but I can segue like no other. Good, what, good segue. Holy shit. Okay. So here is a little behind the scenes action for you. I was in, I'm in a few Facebook groups that are devoted to Big Brother because I have um, no other hobbies and no significant other in my life. I'm extremely lonely. And I was on um, in these Big Brother groups, and one of them said, and they put up a big, long thread about it, and um, more or less, they were talking about how complex it is to actually pick players for the veto competition. And I read through it all, and I was like, oh my god. Because you see it on TV, right? You see the v- the veto selection, the, the veto ceremony, um, the, the actual pick players ceremony, fucking whatever it's called. I don't, I don't care. I'm not a nerd. And they go through and... Uh, it goes very fast because that is really fast. They just go through, pick a name out of the hat. Oh, it's Tyler. Tyler, everyone class for Tyler. Okay, goes up. Someone says, how's guest choice? Oh, my God. Uh, Janelle picks Kaser. Oh, yeah, how's guest choice? Great. Okay, whatever. Um, you get down to here, and uh, they're talking about it. And so it starts off, right? There's a bag of chips. or there's There's a bag, like a cloth bag, and then there's a whole bunch of chips with everyone's name on it. Everyone in the house has a chip. They're all there. They're all the same color. They're all the same diameter everything there's no, no markings on them nothing well the the head of household goes into the dr grabs the room grabs the bag grabs the chips comes out lays them all out everyone in the house is allowed to look at those chips and inspect them to make sure there's no nicks there's no crease there's no there's no bump blemish or anything they're all the same size they all look the same if you put them in a bag you wouldn't be able to tell who you're picking out so then after that uh they put it all in the bag the bag is dropped into the box that everyone goes through and that is that is where they pick through them, right? Um, after that process, the bag is taken out. The chips are again late, taken out of the bag, laid out. They are allowed to be inspected by everyone in the house. If everyone agrees that they're all the same chips and all the right names are still in the bag still, it goes back in the box. Next person goes in and picks out a name. They do it again. They do that three times. Yes. Three times. Or no... Yeah, three times because yes. because the H O H and the two nominees pick pick players. They do that three times. They were saying it takes sometimes over a half hour. That is ridiculous. Yep. I mean, I understand, but I know, but I mean, it makes sense. But it's yeah. just something. It's very interesting behind the scenes where it's like it happens all the time, but you would never know. Um, yeah, because they cut the feed at that point. They I think, cut right? the feed. They cut the yep. feed during all that, so you can't know it um, ahead of time. So that apparently came from an old house guest who was like on Reddit or something like that, and and had spoken out about it and been like, "Yeah, that's something you just don't see on the show." Yeah, it's good you, behind the scenes. Good, like you know, love fact it. for super super fans. But like I found out stuff. they also do the exact same thing for the um the um picking the order in the veto competition. That's right. You did say something about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. They do they do the exact same thing. So they have another ceremony where they just have numbers in a bag. And then they go through, and each person who's up for eviction goes and reaches in the bag, 
or not or not up for eviction, who's playing the veto, goes and reaches in the bag, and then they pull out the number. I just found that really interesting because I was like, oh well, I mean that's that can't be a super long complex process. I was like, I know the production does a whole lot, but like I didn't think it was like that. But uh, yeah, now you always hear about like the speeches and stuff like that, and how they're always rehearsed because they have to be, but they've actually stopped them before. Yeah, they 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 yeah. like watching this before. Yeah. yeah, watching the um. It's really funny because like sometimes they'll have like the bloopers and stuff like that, and like people will have to be like, like record their. This is the nomination ceremony. I would like to call both of the nominees. You can definitely tell up to the veto stand, please. And you can tell it like it's their fourth time doing it because everyone's in the audience just rolling their eyes and like has bags under their eyes because it's taking fucking forever. But um, yeah, and much like the veto competition, you know, sometimes the nominees, if they pick out house guest house guest choice, they're able to decide who they would want to go up and compete in the veto competition with. Mm-hmm. Um, similar to the safety suite, whereas in this week, Enzo was able to pick Christmas instead of day yep. to save. Um, you might want to talk a little bit about that because that was a confusing move. I mean, she wasn't really in danger, I feel like. I think he just did it to just appease the house. Like It wasn't really a strategy move. So his his reasoning behind it was he wanted to make and he wanted to solidify a relationship. And Christmas has been in his alliance, sort of, or affiliated with people. Like I said, that's that side of the house is so murky. Like I'm not sure, really sure who's really, really that tight with anyone. But um, with uh, uh, he picked, he won the competition, and and Davon was convinced that he was going to use it on her because, um, that makes sense. He he should have, um, or she asked him to. Um, he didn't. He used it on Christmas. And that was interesting to me because they were closely aligned, him and Christmas, I think. Or I, at least I thought so, and I think this actually helped solidify something. So it's a smart okay. game move for him because Davon was basically just like, hey, use it on me, please. I just want it. And, like, I don't know what – I mean, they're in the same, like, Slick Six alliance or anything. But yes. But Tyler's also in that alliance. Yeah, I don't understand. It was so just, she, didn't, she didn't need safety that week. She was doing some very weird moves that, like, made Tyler distrust – like her motives in the slick six, so it's just very odd. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, I think it might have been a smart game move from Enzo to solidify his friendship with with Christmas. So yeah, yeah, no, it's um, it, it, it's it's a smart move, I think. Um, I don't know if Davon's gonna take it so personally. She might. Who knows? Um, I'm starting to really not really like this Davon's game that much. Oh, me neither. Yeah, no, it's unfortunate because I like her as a person. I think she's a. She thinks she's a good, very lovely person. I think she's good on the show. She's a good. She's entertaining, but it's just like, I I now now I'm realizing why I think she was voted out in earlier seasons, and I I don't I don't I, w- I wish it was I wish it was another way day. I wish it was another way. I wish there was I a wish. way that I mean you're still in the house. You're still in the house. You can change it. You can change it around. Um, easy. I mean, it's it really only takes a week or two of, of just solid game moves to really get yourself back in position. But I think last week when you chose David over Nicole and your ally left and David's aligned with the other side of the house, so you got rid of one of your numbers to save one of their numbers. Just weird, weird moves. You didn't align with Kaser then. You don't want to align with Kaser now. I don't know. You're on the bottom. You're on the bottom of everything. You're on the bottom of every alliance, unfortunately. Hopefully you can you can build up enough of these safer alliances to float as best you can for as long as you can. But listen, it's your game. It's your game. I'm not I'm not in the house yet. Not in the house yet. So I can't uh I can't make decisions until I'm uh until CBS calls me back. Until CBS returns my phone calls. They could do that, man. Maybe one day. If you just keep spamming them, fax them, maybe. Listen, I've been I've been calling Les Moonvez's phone. For for weeks now, 
saying, hey, I'm, I can do this. I'm not an all-star yet, but I will be. Guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, if I'm on the show, I'll be on for at least two seasons. I, I, well, I mean, I'll win the first season. Oh, you're not going to pull a David and become 16th place and go on the next all-star season? Uh, that well, seems no, like something no, you do. No, because that'll be my rationale, is that like as long as I finish the game, period, Fair then enough. I can be on the All-Star as season. As long as you start as long as, as long as you put me in the house once, I am worthy of being a Big Brother All-Star. Very fair. But, yeah, so I mean, kind of a shorter episode, I think. I think it's really, this has been a pretty short episode, not too bad. Not yeah, too bad. yeah, we're only coming up on 40. Good, easy for me to edit. Oh my god. Okay, so... Um, we uploaded episode five and episode five and a half today. So if you really want to go listen to those, please do. I didn't really get a chance to promote them or anything like that. I, I it's been a weird couple of days. I'm just really glad we got them out, period. Um, it helps us to stay on a schedule. It helps us really stay routine. I, and I, I won't speak for you, Andrew, but I think you feel the same way. Absolutely love doing this. Yeah. I'm, I've, yeah, this, I absolutely love doing this as well, especially with you. Yeah. Wouldn't have anyone else in my life. Absolutely do this with. not. No, not until I find better talent. You exactly. Know? No, not until I find someone that won't talk over me every time I have a thought. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes. yeah. I'm not going to talk over you anymore. No, I'm not going to talk over you. Anymore. I believe you. I won't, I won't do it. Absolutely. I won't do not. it. Absolutely. Not. I'm not going to do it anyway. Um, so definitely go ahead and listen to those because we really, really love doing this, and I, it, you don't know how proud we, I feel, and I think you feel the same way of actually creating something. Gives me a creative outlet. It, it's a creative outlet, but I also sit there and I'm like, I like we did that. We did that. Yes, we did. And I'm I sit there, proud. it makes me feel so proud. And, and then people listen to it, and they say that they like it. And I'm like, holy shit, Like you guys actually like it? Like I, I would be doing this if I was, I mean, I am just speaking in a room right now with, with one, of my, one of my best friends, but we're just, we're just chilling. We're just having a good time. This is fun for me. This is fun for us. So thank you, everyone who listens, because you make it all worth it. Um, and so we, we uploaded the past two episodes. Those will go up. This will will go up probably on Tuesday at some point. I'm probably going to edit tomorrow, and then we'll all schedule it for a Tuesday upload. It'll be back to our regular upload schedule. We're going to try and record another episode on Thursday night after the episode, and then it'll go up. So, um, But you, as always, you can listen to this on iTunes and on Spotify. I'll let it out that burp. Okay. You can, li- <laughs> you can listen to this episode on iTunes and on Spotify. Um, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. You can follow us on Spotify. That way you get notifications when the episodes go up. If you are listening on iTunes, please, please, please give us five stars and a comment. It really helps promote our episode um, in related searches. So it's it's super helpful to us. It gets more listenership for the episodes. It gets us more feedback. Feedback is great for us because we are really new to this still. And we're trying to learn how to actually do this. Um so if you have any advice or anything like that, if you have any comments or if you think we suck, hit me back, dude. I'm I'm the punch down king. I've said it I've said it once, I'll say it again, I'll say it forever. Dude, I'm gonna come at you online. If you come at me and come at my family, Andrew's my family. We look alike, both have beards, big heads, big biceps, great shoulders. Absolutely. Oh yeah. So we're both gonna um we are still learning how to do this, and we're trying to get better and better, so definitely give us some feedback if you can. Um, if you have any suggestions on anything we want to do, hit, hit us up at Reality Wagon on Twitter. is the easiest place to do it. You can actually also follow us at Reality Wagon on Facebook. You can like our Facebook page, but, I mean, we're not really um, – it's not really active yet. It's there. It exists. You can like it. You're allowed to like it's, it. It's there. It's up. It's up. You can definitely like us on Facebook. That's cool, too. Um a lot of you guys have my phone number. You can just hit me up. You can just text me if that's easier, but I'd prefer you do it in the comment. 
Uh, that way we can get the promote, we can get the engagement for it. And I'm absolutely dying in this room right now. I am so hot. I have another shirt and I've been toweling myself off. Like I thought that was underwear you were putting on your face. It's, it's a it's a oh god I can't oh, call, a, I can't call it what it is anymore. It's a it's a white tank top. Yes. It is not it is not uh, a spousal abuse uh, t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> It is not the PBR of t-shirts. It is not a white trash spousal abuse t-shirt. Okay, yes, I agree. Um, but yeah, no, so thank you again for listening to episode six of the Reality Wagon Big Brother podcast. And um, I don't know, maybe we'll talk to you guys later. Yeah, definitely, man. See you then, Anthony. Bye, Andrew. <laughs>